You are listening to the Plain Label Podcast. Rewind. I'm Bob. I'm the spokesman for the Coca-Cola Company. I'm here to ask you today to continue buying Coke. Sure, it's a drink you've been drinking for years, and if you still enjoy it, I'd like to remind you to buy it again sometime soon. It's basically just brown sugar water. We haven't changed the ingredients much lately, so there's nothing new I can tell you about that. We changed the can around a little bit, though. See, the colors here are different there, and we added a polar bear so the kids like us. Coke is very high in sugar, and like any high-calorie soda, it can lead to obesity in children and adults who don't sustain a very healthy diet. So that's it. It's Coke. It's very famous. Everyone knows it. I'm Bob. I work for Coke, and I'm asking you to not stop buying Coke. That's all. It's a bit sweet. Thank you. Hello, and welcome to the Plain Label Podcast. I'm your host, Eric Williams, and along with me is my good friend and co-host, Mrs. Rachel Zelag. Ahoy, ahoy. In this episode, we are continuing on with our discussion of movies that almost work, that could have worked, or maybe should have worked. We're calling it, again, shoulda, coulda, woulda. And after we discuss the film, we're going to take just a few minutes to try to rewrite at least some parts of it, and hopefully come up with something a little bit better. For this film, we are looking at the... Ricky Gervais comedy, The Invention of Lying. Before getting into our discussion, we would like to mention that we are still proud members of the Deliberate Noise Network. Head over to DeliberateNoise.com and check out some of the other shows that are over there. Mrs. Zelag, why don't you disappoint me greatly and tell me about the water that you're having? Is it LaCroix? <laughs> it is not. Okay. It's actually that new bubbly water that they have um, <laughs> came out. It's at High V, and um, it was $3. And it's, it's okay. It tastes... Like watered down Sprite, so that's how my life works right now. That's the flavor of it. Is the is it is it the lime then or lime? Yeah, the lime one's pretty good. The black cherry or the cherry one for bubbly, not my favorite. Just an FYI. Hmm, that's good to know. So, in case people uh, have not been paying attention to Rachel's Instagram Instagram account, she is almost done with another whole thirty. So that's that's the joke there. So she's not drinking the booze. It is a joke for sure. Although some of the recipes that uh, Bradley comes up with, those don't seem like a joke. Oh my gosh, he makes makes me really good food. I can't complain. I mean, I will, but I can't. Yeah, you don't have any right to, but you still will. But I still, not to get rusty, I have to complain. (laughs) So I'm having some booze. So we're not a complete disappointment as a drinking for two. (laughs) That's right. (laughs) So I am having, I'm having the lady Z lag, which is what it's known as over here. Fix me another lady. It'll it'll be like that sometimes. Nice. Yeah. Around the house. So we're, (laughs) so it is uh, Svetka vodka. And this is actually, you know, really stepping out a little bit. It's not LaCroix. It is the high V sparkling water. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and it is also lime, so it's basically the same sort of thing. It does the job. It yeah. does what it needs to do. I mean, it is canned water, and that's it, what I'm looking for. 
And so it does that. It, it carbonates some water just like I wanted it to. Try our canned water. I'm here to ask you today to continue buying Hy-Vee lime canned water. It reminds me a lot of the uh, the canned air from Spaceballs. Right? <laughs> okay, so, uh, yeah, so we're ready to go. Let's go ahead and talk about our 2009 film. It is starring Ricky Gervais and Jennifer Garner. It is The Invention of Lying. I'm Mark. How are you? A little frustrated at the moment. Also equally depressed and pessimistic about our date tonight. Sure. Imagine a world where everyone can only tell the truth. I had a little sip of this. Okay. From right there. I'm with him right now. Seems nice. A bit fat. She's way out of your league. No, I won't be sleeping with him tonight. About everything. I loathed almost every minute that I worked for you. All the time. I've always hated you. You've always hated you. I didn't know that. Yeah, a lot of people know it. Don't you wish you could change things? How much are you going to be withdrawing today, sir? $800. It says here that you only have $300. It seems our system has made a mistake. Here you go. Today, I stumbled upon something that no man has ever stumbled on before. The world's first lie. This fall, I said something that wasn't. Huh? I'm black. I knew it. I'm an Eskimo. Fantastic. I'm a one-armed German space explorer. When's your launch date? Mark Bellison will discover... I can have my life the way I want it. You're losing to the my cow. Good. I settled then. The truth. I'm different now. Are you better looking? No. Did you buy new clothes? No. Have you been to the gym? No. About lying. Why do you hate Mark so much? Because he's a loser. You want to marry a strong genetic match and maybe one day have children that aren't... Little fat kids. With snub noses. Exactly. If you could make the world the way you want it to be, if you could do anything, what would you do? The world's gonna unless we have sex right now. Do we have time to get to a motel or do we need to do it right here? Ricky Gervais, Jennifer Garner, Jonah Hill, Louis C.K. with Rob Lowe and Tina Fey. Do not have sex with anyone unless you are married to them, is the rule. What's this? Birthday coupon for sex. What am I going to get you now? But, 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 but hold on, then. The Invention of Lying. This is the greatest movie ever made. It's a world where everyone tells the truth and just about anything they're thinking. Mark Bellison is a screenwriter about to be fired. He's short and chunky with a flat nose, a genetic setup that means he won't get to first base with Anna, the woman he loves. At a bank, on the spur of the moment, he blurts out a fib with eye-popping results. Then when, on his mother's deathbed, frightened of the eternal void awaiting her, Mark invents fiction. Okay. The hospital staff overhear his description of heaven, believe every word, and tell others. Soon Mark is a prophet. His first inventive screenplay makes him rich, and he's basically a good guy. But will that be enough for Anna? What? That was awful. That was not great. You're bumming me out, Cruz. So let's talk about this film. It is <laughs> it is the Ricky Gervais uh, let's talk about, let's talk about Ricky Gervais first. So when were you first introduced to him? Cause if people somehow don't know, uh, Ricky Gervais co-created the British office and, uh, is a very famous and funny comedian and has been in several office. things, but, but when were you first introduced to him? I don't know. I can't even remember what else he's been in that I would know. Like, I think I just know it like, Oh, he's that funny guy. Um, <laughs> What about you? Let me think about it for a second. Okay, I think that when I first heard of him, it was when 
I started watching the U.S. remake of The Office. Okay. And it was probably... I, I know that I started watching that in season two. And then I think I was just talking to other, like, snobby folks. Uh, because that's the only people I talk to, typically. Wait and a minute. I think, <laughs> and I think I had either researched The Office or... I had talked to somebody and they said, oh, well, there's the original, like, British version or whatever. And then I remember seeing him on there. And then I remember watching extras. And I remember just seeing him in some movies, I think. And I just, I don't know. I feel like I, he's always just kind of been around. Yeah. But I don't know if I can place exactly where. I want to say, I want to say it's The Office that I first heard of him, but I don't know. He must have been... That must have been right, and I bet you are the one that told me about the British office, because that would make sense. Because um, he's, like, I'm going through his IMDb, and there aren't really a lot of things that I would have seen him in, I guess. I just know that he's funny. I haven't seen any of his stand-up, um, so I don't know. Hmm. I didn't know he was in Stardust. I watched that yesterday, and I don't remember him being in it. <laughs> <laughs> didn't leave too much of an impression on you then, apparently. He must not have been a major character. Um, yeah, I think just the same with me. Like, I know, like, oh, he's, like, a funny guy. Doesn't he, like, host, like, Golden Globes or something? He hosts something, or used to. Yeah, sure. So that might be where I, where he just kind of, like, fell into my mind. Like, okay, so he's going to be British and he's going to say something ridiculous is basically what I think every time I see him. Yeah, and he's always, I mean, he's also just been on, you know, regular TV series or, Regular, you know, he's a he's a good guy to have on promoting a show, whether it's like Ellen or Jimmy Fallon or, you know, just something yeah. like that. Like he's a good person to have. Like even you know he's been on, uh, yeah. He it looks like he did uh, the Golden Globes in twenty sixteen. Okay, that like I remember seeing commercials where he was hosting. Mm-hmm. So he appears as him. Like according to IMDb, he's appeared as himself in a lot of stuff. So that means he's hosting. So that might make more sense, where he just like, they're just like, hey, do you want to show up and be funny? And he's like, all right. <laughs> so this was supposed to be, at least I thought it was supposed to be, the big like breakthrough thing of, you know, it's it's uh, co-directed by him, it's co-written by him, it's starring him. This was going to be like his thing is kind of what I thought, because it was, you know, you look at the, the cover or the poster and it's and it's got a really good cast. It's him. It's jennifer garner it's jonah hill it's louis ck it's rob lowe it's got tina fey in it it's got yes. a lot of funny people in it right so tell me what you thought about the movie um so i think there's a reason that it's in this category that we're talking about mm-hmm. um such a such a smart idea I thought just so funny like however he came up with that it sounds like you know it's like a sketch maybe that that they panned out into a movie. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think there were many different ways to go with it. And I guess that's kind of why I was disappointed that it went the way it did. It went kind of life of Brian-y. Oh, right. Yeah. <laughs> right. And so, um, I mean, I think that would be, have been funny if it was like kind of an offshoot story. Um, but I, I don't know. It just got like, you know, about halfway through, I'm like, all right, you know, this isn't the way I wanted it to go. I guess. I don't know. I'll have to think about how we're going to rewrite it, though. <laughs> yeah, I know. That was that was sort of the big challenge for me, too, is, is uh, hmm, 
how to make this better. I think yeah. because I think that I completely agree. It, I put it. My first note was again. This is another really fun premise. Yeah, this is a really interesting that everyone has to tell the truth. But I think that part of the problem is at the very beginning, telling the truth and oversharing is the exact same in this world. Yes, I agree with that. And I think that, that's a big problem for me. Yeah, I, I think that's that's correct because you can tell people the truth, but um, it seems like nobody has a filter versus mm-hmm. I don't know. So I don't know if they're thinking that people filter in like not saying something or saying it in, in a certain way would be considered lying. Uh huh. So maybe that's what they're. I was I was struggling with that as well because people are very blunt, which I obviously understand, but. Um, they also just say whatever they're thinking instead of just being quiet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so it was, it was, that was a lot of my issue at the beginning, looking at these notes here. It's like, I liked that they had, you know, that we have Ricky Gervais and he's having a, a, a credit discussion with the audience. I think that that's kind of fun. Yeah. Um, one of the episodes that we have coming out after we do two more of ours, which is a little hint as to which is already done and which is not. But <laughs> um, but I have a, a conversation with our good friend, Mr. Alan White, and we talk about the Deadpool movie and about how it sort of talks to the audience a lot. Oh, yeah. And so this is a little bit of that. And it was kind of strange that we watched, I watched these sort of close together and I was like, Jesus Christ, like, is this just a thing that everyone's doing and I sort of forgot about or what? Fourth wall stuff. Yeah. And, um, so yes. So I thought that was fun. I think that there's, I don't know. I just think that answering questions, I put answer questions instead of just sharing, uh, or answer to the questions instead of just sharing too much is part of the problem at the beginning. Like it's, it's not just saying, you know, like the typical, does this make me look fat? If they just say yes, that would be one thing, but it's like, yes. And then they keep going kind of a joke. Right. And that was like, I don't know. I didn't think it was funny and I didn't think that it was plausible either. Like I did, I was kind of like, I get, I can go along with comedies if you do something that is implausible as long as it's funny. But if it's not funny or plausible, it doesn't make any sense for it to be in there. Well, like, I'm, and I'm sure this is what you're thinking, but like at the beginning, she's like really piling it on on this date. Yes. She's like, well, you know, we're just not a good match because you have a stub nose and blah, 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 and all these things. And, like, he didn't – you're right. He didn't ask, really, any of those questions. So, yeah, I don't know if oversharing – I don't know. That that was an issue for me as well. Well, it also was a – it struck it struck me as, like, this is Ricky Gervais being really sort of um, self-conscious about the way that he looks. Uh, and the way that, like, what his role in Hollywood is, because, like, everybody is talking about how he's too fat. Everybody is talking about how he has, like, a snub nose, and he's unattractive, and all this sort of stuff. Right. And, and I'm like, like dude. Else, yeah. I'm like, just, you, don't, you you can put that joke in there, like, once or maybe twice for, like, a callback or something, but every single person is going to say this about you? Come on. And that's, like, the only reason that this person doesn't... See, that's the other thing. Like it's almost like another layer. Like there is the nobody lies, but there's almost like another layer of like night night. I don't know how to spell it, say nativity, nativity, <laughs> not nativity. <laughs> Na- um, nativity though. I like yeah. that better. Na- naivete. How about that? 
um, where she's like, well, I can't mate with you because our kids will be ugly. Like, that's just a, first of all, like a really weird reason to be with anyone mm-hmm. or not be with someone. But like, I don't know. I just feel like everything's really black and white. Uh-huh. And there, there's not room for nuance. And that once again might have to do with, you know, lying and nuance, whatever. But, um, I just feel like there's not a level of smartness there. Like people are just really context driven and dumb. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's one of those, it's almost a little bit like what we talked about with, uh, the Justin Timberlake m- movie was it was almost like there's this entire world where no one can lie. And this is the direction that you're going like, Oh, is this, this is really what you're choosing. And these are the jokes that you're trying to tell. And these are like the, the people that just because they can't lie, doesn't mean that everyone's dumb. Right. <laughs> that was right. one of the things that I was so struck by. I was like, wait, d- lying doesn't make you smart. Like you can be right. smart and still tell the truth. Yeah. Yes. Oh my good. I also put telling the truth doesn't mean that you're just automatically a pussy <laughs> at some point. Right. Apparently. It doesn't leave. It doesn't leave it open for any different personalities, really. Everyone has the same personality except for him, it seems like. Yeah. Yeah. And you know what that struck me as is that struck me as, and I don't know if this is right or not, but it struck me as they didn't bother to develop any of the characters. It was just everyone's telling the truth. So they're just going to be whatever we need them to be for every scene. Like nobody has any personality. Well, because it's not about anybody else but him mm-hmm. and this other girl, basically. Everybody else is kind of just decoration, set decoration. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, so that one of the things that was that I put down here, I was like, there's so many funny people that are in this movie. Like we talked about about the cast, and they're not funny at all. Like I found Louis C.K.'s scenes really tough to watch. Yeah. Because I was like, oh, my God, like, this is, like, one of the few things I've seen him in that he's not good at all. You know, like, even with the with all of the allegations and his mistreatment and all that sort of stuff that came out, yeah. you know, fair, fairly recently, that makes me be like, oh, man, like, come on. Yeah. I still think, like, his, his jokes are still funny to me. Right? And, yeah. like, watching him in this, I was like, God, this is not good. Like, this, these are not good jokes. This is not delivered well. Like, this is... It seems it looks and sort of feels like it was a Saturday Night Live skit that is just going on for two hours, like you had mentioned earlier. So, yeah, I kind of struggled with that. Well, and, like, Tina... I mean, Tina Fey just makes me laugh when I see her, but, Uh like, she was just mean in this. She was kind of a dick. Mm -hmm. I liked that... um, I did like that we have Rob Lowe playing his Tommy Boy character, basically. Yeah, yeah, that was good. (laughs) I was like... Oh, okay. So <laughs> in the casting meeting, he's like, no, no, no. Remember when you did Tommy Boy like 10, 15 years ago? Yeah, you're just doing that again. Oh, okay, good. No, no problem. I got you. I can, it's so weird say, after watching him so frequently on uh, Parks and Rec to see him not be that. Yeah, well, wasn't he the one on Wayne's World, too? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. okay. Yeah, yeah, he's got like two roles. He either plays Chris Traeger or he's the jerk, like, dude with glasses. Yes. Yeah, I love Chris Traeger though. So. Oh, I know. He's it. literally one of my favorite characters. <laughs> I know. And Perkins. He's, and Perkins. He's the best. Um, one of the things that I thought was, I I kind of, it's one of those where I get the joke, 
and I see what they're doing, but it's not funny. And that's what the whole product placement stuff, like with what I read at the beginning, right? Like I get it. And I think that particular scene is pretty good. That's why I chose to read it. But the rest of them, it's like, there's just products everywhere. And it's like, oh, okay, I get it. It's a Hollywood movie. And these are even more obvious than how they typically are obvious. In the Truman Show? Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. Yeah, in the Truman Show, yeah. More obvious than the Truman Show product. (laughs) That's that's a really good reference. I like that. (laughs) Um, Yes. Okay. So so I was struggling with the beginning. There's, There's a good premise. There's some issues. A lot of that stuff is things that it's like, okay, no, 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 this first draft, we can, you know, we can clean this up. It's fine. It'll, it'll work. Right. Right. Shit will buff out. Yeah. And so then we get to the whole like Black Plague story stuff. And I was like, wait a minute, does the Black Plague story need to make him an asshole? Like, so, okay, so he's an asshole now. So who are we supposed to like? Right. And I found that to be really troubling. Like we get to the point where it's like, wait, no, he's being a complete dick. and we're not really supposed to like Jennifer Garner, are we? Is kind of what I was asking myself. Like, no, wait, now I'm supposed to like her after she was being so, you know, so black and white about everything. And so, like, it wasn't like she was charming and just kind of oblivious. She was, like, mean. Yeah. But I don't, I mean, like, so that's, and that's where I run into, like, Because everybody's mean, and everybody is, like, really blunt. And so, like, she's, like, the least blunt out of everyone, mm-hmm. I guess. And so that's supposed to be, you know, like, a, something that we're supposed to be okay with. I'm, yeah. I mean, I think it's the world that he's in or that they've created where everybody just acts kind of like a dick. But, um, yeah, I mean, like, I obviously didn't um, relate to any of the characters, and so... Yeah, by the time he became, like, kind of an asshole, I was like, okay, whatever, I don't... I was on your page where I was like, I don't really care. (laughs) Yeah, well, you know how the whole... The the classic thing is when you're watching a film and it's like a casino... um, Like an Ocean's Eleven or something like that. Okay. Right, where you're enjoying it because everyone's good at their job and everyone's doing a good job at what they're... Yeah. You know, they're all specialists or whatever. Here, it's like, I didn't enjoy watching anyone because nobody was funny, nobody had any depth... And then everyone was an asshole. So it's like, what is right. like, what entertainment am I supposed to be getting out of this? Right. And I just was like, what? What is the point? Like, what? How am I supposed to be getting enjoyment out of watching this right now? So, so when I was thinking about this, or do we want to do rewrites right now? Sure. Yeah, we can do them as we go. So when I was thinking about this, because like I was just really disappointed at the angle that they took and a couple of the things that we've talked about. So the the one thing that you know, that like made him an asshole was like, he didn't feel bad about lying at all. Uh huh. Like he didn't feel bad about telling that lady. Well, I guess he didn't end up sleeping with her, but like he told her that the world was going to end. So they had to have sex, you know? Uh huh. Uh huh. And like, I thought the first time I watched this, that there should be like a sidekick character. Like he had the friends in the bar, like Louis CK and all that, whatever, but like somebody that he hangs out with a lot and they talk, through the, like, moral and ethical reasons for lying or not lying. Mm. And he, like, figures out, like, nuances, and they talk about white lies and how, like, sometimes those are okay. Like, I thought it was going to, like, really get into lying because it's in the title. <laughs> right. um, and, you know, have him be, like, 
then everybody learns how to do it. Uh. And then, like, it's almost like, uh, what's that fucking movie? Contagion. Huh? It's almost like Contagion or something where it, like, Well, spreads. I was thinking more of, like, um, that black and white movie with Tobey Maguire. Oh, um, what is it? Pleasantville. Pleasantville, where, like, everybody figures out that there are, like, spectrum and levels to things and, like, oh, you know. Yeah, I gotcha. so, um, so, like, so if they masturbate, that means they can lie, basically, is what you're telling me? That's the, that I mean, was the you point should of, be able to lie about that, to be honest. With because you. that was the point of that other movie, right? That was what Pleasantville was about. Joan yeah. Allen was masturbating in the in the tub, and then she could see colors. Um, I'm sure that it would make me see colors if I were in Pleasantville. <laughs> I think that was the tagline of the movie: Joan Allen masturbates and then see colors, and then see, and then a tree starts on fire. <laughs> is what happened? Yeah, it's like Pleasantville but coming this month. Yeah, but I mean, like, did he you even, get that joke or no? Okay, anyway. But I think that he just, like, got away with lying, which he wasn't, like, doing anything super horrible. I mean, he got more money from the bank than he needed to, and he, like, started this whole, like, you know, weird shit. But, like, and that's where I thought it was going to go. Like, somebody's going to call him out and be like, you're, I think you're lying, and then they find out how to lie, and then, like, people, um, you kind of just have to, like, talk through when it's a good time to lie. So it's basically, like, retraining the entire world. Yeah. But, like that didn't happen. Yeah, it would be, I don't know. Like, I guess I really do like that. How it's, um, you have the little buddy to sort of be the conscience or to be the explanation of when it is okay. And when it's not. Yeah. Or the other thing that I was thinking was, um, you know, everyone knows how to lie. They've just, it's been like blocked out for some reason. Oh, yeah. And just, like, slowly, yeah. like, they hear a lie, and they're like, oh, shit, oh, yeah, I know how to do this. That kind of a thing. Like, it's right. in human nature to, to know how to lie. Um, or- one of the things that I put on here was, and this is jumping to the end a little bit, but I put, the fucking liar, like, wins the day. Like, that's, yay for lying. Right. what I took away from it. And I was like, that's, yes. what the fuck? <laughs> it's sort of, yes. like, what I was left with. I agree. Like, there could be... Like, people are, like, slowly learning how to lie, and then they do, like, a news story that there's, like, a pandemic out where you have to watch out because people could be lying to you, and then Mm -hmm. they have to, like, try to figure out who the liars are and who aren't. You know, like, there are so many other things and, like, like I said, moral things that they didn't tackle in this movie that Mm -hmm. I think could have been tackled. Well, it would have... I really liked that where they, they sort of... You get the conscience thing you get the sort of when it's okay when it's not and then maybe that starts to spread and then maybe people start trying it out and sometimes it works and sometimes it doesn't right how funny would that be yeah and then maybe that's how we end the movie right where people are like sort of trying it out and it's sort of like you're stepping into being able to lie and then they could have a second movie where they talk about the whole religion stuff because once they started talking about the religion and the god stuff i was like nope i'm out yeah, like, I didn't it, like that at all. No, and it did. It just like it was going on such a good pace up until that point mm-hmm. um, that I think that they really just kind of went off the rails. Yeah, I mean, think about like the end of that movie. Like the wife could say to the husband, "Does this make me look fat?" And he goes, "No." <laughs> right. And like you know, if you, like it would just be interesting. So yeah, I agree with you. Like as soon as 
that whole thing blew up and he's like sequestered in his house, but he's still only mm-hmm. worried about banging this one girl. I'm like, okay, whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was part of the problem for me is it's like, you know, I put down the first movie would be the invention of lying. And the second movie could be the invention of religion. Right. Because then it's like the whole religion thing threw me completely off because I was like, okay, so what, like what, we're laughing at religious people. Is that like, that's what we're doing. Right. Right. And I was like, okay, well, you know, I'm not, I'm, I'm not opposed to jokes really of any kind of topic. So that doesn't really like bother me specifically, but I don't know that that's a big thing that you're going to want to use the last half of your movie on. Right. And I get the idea of, you know, he's, First of all, I thought that scene was terribly acted, by the way. The whole mother death scene. I was like, this is such shit. Like, this is, this is not great. Um, this is not big fish. <laughs> right. Big fish. Big fish knows, knows how to do the dying death scene. Yeah, so good. Um, so this, I was like, okay. So I get that you maybe want to put in your movie that you're trying to comfort someone that's dying and they're scared and they're, and so you're going to tell them everything's going to be fine. But then just kind of make that lead into just lying in general. Don't make the yep. whole rest of your movie be about the religion stuff. Yep. You really, they really kind of painted themselves into a corner there, mm-hmm. I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cause then once, once we had the whole like, oh man, it felt so much like an Adam Sandler movie to me. Once we had like the big crowd, the crowd of like 12 people. Yeah. The the twelve people and then the whoever the extras were that were on set for the day from some other and film. He's like and in, and in heaven the the thing and stuff and he's just like making shit up and yeah. Mm-hmm. And it would be one thing if there was like planned jokes or if there was something and it was just like oh no this is just like the where's the you can do it guy. Yeah. From, <laughs> from, you can do it. Yeah, I was like where's all of those sorts of guys because that's what this feels like. That would have actually made me laugh out loud if, that would <laughs> if Rob Schneider was just in there for no reason yeah. saying that. Yep. <laughs> that would have been pretty good. That would have been pretty funny, just for no reason. He just interrupts him and says, you can do it. The other thing is, like, at the end, so, like, Jennifer Garner decides that she's okay, you know, with him. But, like, I wanted to be, like, you could tell her to fuck off. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't really like the way you look, and you're not that great, and you don't make enough money. I'd be like, bye, bitch. Like, I, if he if he's so good at lying, why can't he lie to himself or whatever and be like, you don't need this girl? Mm-hmm. Well, and part of the issue then is is we have the oh he's just now realizing that she's super shallow or like what the like what the hell right, right. Like, like just because just because she's attractive doesn't mean that he has to just be with her right. Uh, That's another thing like like um along with that like no depth piece where and I kind of touched on it earlier but like there are many reasons to like somebody and having them be super attractive isn't necessarily one of them and is that how this whole society runs Mm -hmm. because he's not the only like non Jennifer Garner looking person in the world right so are other people that aren't attractive like getting mates or are they all just getting bluntly like made fun of and then they have to go home and cry yeah, I mean, Jonah Hill and Louis C.K. are in this movie. Right. So, you know, Ricky Gervais may talk about him, but he, I think he's a better looking person than the two of them. Right. So, I mean, I just didn't understand that either. Is Does everybody have to be an alpha and, like, 
be really attractive, you know, so there there was also that going on. Yeah, I didn't I didn't really care for that either. This what this reminds me a lot of is it seems to me like Ricky Gervais was on the set of the movie that he made before this, which was Ghost Town. And for people that haven't seen that, he's a man who people whose people skills leave much to be desired. When someone dies but is miraculously revived after seven minutes, he wakes up to discover that he has the ability to see ghosts. So he's like the only one that knows something. Okay. And then he has to choose like to tell people or not kind of a thing. Okay. And so it's here. He's the only one that knows how to lie. And then he has to choose people, choose to tell people about it or not. Right. So he's like, hey, what if I just did that ghost town thing, except it was, uh, except it was lying instead. And let's talk about religion for 45 minutes. Yeah. And he's like, no, 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 we don't really need to worry about the script so much. Like, let's just go straight into production and <laughs> we'll just kind of make it up as we go. It's, it'll just be fine. Swing it. Yeah. Just swing it. I wonder if actually those are made from the same company or not. I don't know. It'd be interesting. Hmm. That movie's not very good either, by the way. Ghost interesting. Movie. Yeah. So, so yeah. So I think where we are landing on is that it's a super fun idea. That there's plenty of funny actors and actresses that are in the movie. That if they just chose to maybe have characters that have depth instead of just being. Uh, basically Ricky Gervais just writing them all the same. Right. Actually giving someone some personality, maybe drawing the line between being truthful and having not having a filter. Right. And then leaving out most of the religion stuff. Yeah. <laughs> and then- <laughs> So basically, let's do a rewrite. Let's scrap most of it except for... We're in a world where people can't lie. Like, that's where we need to start. Right. So what do you think? Is this more successful than Liar Liar or less? I, well, I don't know. That's a good question. Liar Liar was at least funny. Yeah, because then it's just, I mean, I'm assuming people have seen that, but it's just one person that can't lie, and he's a lawyer, so that's doubly hard. And he can't say this pen is red. Um, <laughs> right. And that, And that got into... His lying had caused his son to, like, him letting his son down. And, like, it was a Jim Carrey movie when he was back, you know, doing slapstick stuff. But there was still, in that movie, an element of him, like, coming to terms with shit that he was doing in his life that he shouldn't have been doing. Mm -hmm. Which, not in this movie. Like you said, the liar gets away with it. And, and, like, I haven't seen that movie for a long time, but I think at the end he, like, has a heart to heart with his kid and is like i'm gonna try to be a better person mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah my i guess thinking about liar liar compared to this film is is that one has funny jokes that one has the kid and the sort of like the heart right and so yeah. kids can see it because it's not super like racy or anything and this one's not like real offensive or doesn't have any like you know, nudity or anything, it, but it's PG 13, but I would never have like Anna watch it because she wouldn't understand. Like she wouldn't think it's funny. Like she wouldn't get yeah. it. Right. She'd be like, Oh, he can't, he can't lie. And nobody, or, you know, no one knows how to lie or whatever. She's like, okay. And, and wasn't there a joke in liar liar where the kids, like my teacher says, we're all, we're all good on the inside. And he says, son, that's just what ugly people say. <laughs> I don't remember that one, but that sounds that sounds about right. I think you know, and that's like the amount of talking about 
the way people look that I wanted in this movie mm-hmm. was a one liner. Yeah. Yeah. So I think that it's one of those where I've done a lot of bitching about it. And I think that the premise is really good. I just think that they were so off on the, the yep. way that they did it. And I think that's part of the problem when you have someone that is writing, directing and starring is if he gets a little off track, like who's going to tell him, no, who's going right. to tell him different. Yep. And sometimes that's really good because it's like, okay, this one's person, this is this guy's vision. And, and he's going to, you know, he sees what other people don't see. And it's, Maybe not everything's on the page because it's in his head or whatever. And that's great. But if it doesn't work out, then you have a movie like this where it's like, okay, well, the idea is good, but man, the execution was rough. Yeah, it really just, it was really disappointing, I think. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, so we're going to, uh, we're basically going to add some heart to the film. We're going to cut the religion out and we're going to sort of, we're going to leave on a guy lying to his wife about if she looks fat and something. Right. <laughs> that's, that's basically where we're going, right? Yeah, I like it. Okay. That's a good, good plan. I think that so sounds good. So who we need to talk to, Ricky? Yeah, I guess uh, we'll have Chris call up Ricky. And oh. uh, did you see uh, Chris Nolan wave at you at the Oscars or no? He blew me a kiss. He texted me before that he was going to, like, do something cool for me. So yeah. Well, right. he, he had said to for me to tell you that he was sitting next to his wife, but, you know, they're basically over, so. Oh, no. Like, I don't have romantic feelings for Chris Nolan. <laughs> like, we are purely on a professional level. This is not an Idris Elba kind of thing. Oh, okay. Well, that that's an awkward response just, that I sent him then, I guess. Yeah. I mean, like, he should know, like, and you know. That we're strictly on, like, a professional level because he's, you know, great at his job and I'm great at my job of ridiculous things, so. Well, there we go. Now that we've got that cleared up. Yeah. Idris Elba, though. Getting engaged, that's the biggest mistake you've ever made, son. (sighs) He cried on my doorstep for, like, 20, 25 minutes, and I'm like, you have to go. I'm married. And he's like, no. It was a tough call, but. He's like, here, take my shirt. I'm like, okay. (laughs) <laughs> You've got it hung up like Brokeback Mountain in the closet. Or what? <laughs> I'm just smelling it. I sleep with it. I was like, what is that? I'm like, none of your business. <laughs> Why do you have this shirt buttoned around this pillow? <laughs> <laughs> Why are you crying into this shirt? That's funny. See all these jokes? These are better jokes than the invention of lying right there. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> Ricky Gervais, call up Rachel. She'll write some jokes for you. You bet. I'm sure he really needs the help because his like, Netflix special is doing crazy crazy numbers and selling out all over the u.s and stuff is it i'll have to watch it yeah i don't think i don't know that it's released in the u.s uh, netflix but i think it's on the uk one so so that's how that's going all right so is there anything else that you wanted to say about this movie before we move on we're a little light on time because there's it's tough because we've talked about how we don't really discuss comedies that much um for reviews because things are either funny or they're not funny to somebody yeah right and it's like there's not a lot to analyze because it's like oh i didn't think this joke was funny well, yeah, me neither. Right? You know, it's like... Nobody got into a toga. I don't understand. Yeah, it didn't make any sense. There was no uh, pies being thrown. Any of that classic comedy. So there was none of that sort of thing. Um, so, yeah, I think that the movie is not very successful. I think that people uh, should not, frankly, check it out. Uh, most of the time it's like, yeah, go ahead and watch it anyway and then hear us uh, talk about it. But if you've seen it, it's about... Oh, it's almost 10 years old now. It's It came out in 2009. Wow. So if they have seen it, they can uh, they can relate to what we're saying. 
But, uh, but yeah, so that's kind of where we're at on that one. Is there anything else that you wanted to say before we wrap this up? No, I mean, you can check out 2018 Jennifer Garner. She's smoking hot. Yeah, so. she, she still is smoking hot, yeah. Now that she got rid of that bat, uh, Ben Affleck. Ugh. Anyway, we have, but that's a whole other podcast. That is a whole other, that is a whole other discussion. So if you have any comments for us or movies that you'd want to hear us talk about, you can email us at plainlabelpodcast at gmail.com. You can follow the show over at Twitter. Our handle is at plainlabelpod. We also have a Facebook page and an account on Instagram. You can follow both of those. Just search for Plain Label Podcast. If you wanted to help out the show, you could check out our show notes and you'll find our Amazon wish list as well as our Amazon link where you can buy anything that you want from Amazon and it'll help us out. And it won't cost you anything extra. So thank you for listening. We're going to be back next week with another movie that shoulda, coulda, woulda. It is the mystery novel that we both read that was turned into a movie that is very infamous because it was not received very well. And it stars Michael Fassbender. And it is called The Snowman. And it's about winter. Oh, oh okay. Sorry. The Snowman. Yeah, the Snowman. <laughs> yeah, it's not The Snowman. The Snowman. <laughs> so we'll see how that goes there, Chris. Thank you.